Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast, Bringing Baggage. I'm Jazz. Um, today I talk with my high school best friend, Megan. Um, we just basically reminisce on high school and some of our good times and bad times. There's some story times in there. And then eventually we get into today's topic, which is relationships with parents, whether they're good or bad. And then we're just answering some of your guys' questions that you asked. We do kind of just go on a tangent for the first half a little bit, just because we haven't really talked in a while because we're both so busy. Um, so you'll just hear random high school stories, but eventually we do get into today's topic. Also, per usual, just wanted to say thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. I'm so happy about a thousand listeners. And thank you to the, those of you guys that have written reviews and given me five stars on Apple Podcasts. Shameless plug going in here again. It does really help me when you guys rate and review the podcast. Most of you listen on Spotify, but even if you listen on Spotify, you can still give a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. It's The app is literally already on your phone, so another plug to please do that. Also, thank you guys for emailing me your questions. That's very helpful for me to like stay organized. You can either email me from my email that's in my TikTok bio, or you can also email me at contact at bringingbaggage.com and follow at bringingbaggage on Instagram. I also put like little Q&As on there before I start recording. And follow me on Instagram at know, and follow me on TikTok at know, and subscribe to my YouTube. You know, I have to put the plugs in there just like a thing. And um, thank you for 80k on TikTok. I'm so excited. Um, I guess that's really it. Okay, let's get into today's episode i can see all of that i'll be okay, great okay my name is megan i'm jasmine's high school best friend um i am recently 24 such an adult i am a she's an aries i am an aries i'm a fire sign me not knowing um, shit about signs at all. Jasmine's a fire sign too. She doesn't. Well, people always ask me yeah. on my, my on my live and stuff like what I am, and I'm like, I can tell you, but I don't know what you are hoping to get out of that because I don't know shit about shit. Yeah, you're a Sagittarius. You're fun. I am fun. People fun. probably don't think I'm very fun because they <laughs> listen to these episodes and it's all just me crying and talking about my trauma. In real life, Jasmine is really, really fun. Um, Especially when she drinks to pretend she doesn't have trauma. Yeah. I love when Jasmine drinks. Drinking a lot of tequila, which I cannot do um, at all. I Did I say what I do? I don't know. I interrupted you. I'm, uh- <laughs> I don't think you did yet, though. Okay, I am a law student at Berkeley. Wow. Well, just a 1L, so I don't know anything about anything yet. So, um, my relationship status, I just celebrated my four-year anniversary with my boyfriend. Um, so, pretty pretty sweet relationship that's a long time a long time it's a long time it didn't that's literally high school do you realize that that's a, that's the same length as high school it hasn't felt like that long though because because high school was hell yeah oh my god high school felt <laughs> way longer uh high school felt like it went on for an eternity especially because we hated each other the first half 
No, only like a quarter. We only hated each other. Like that was like, year. Fr- I thought it was sophomore year. No, we were friends like halfway we sophomore were, year. We were like best friends right? by sophomore year. Really? I I mean, that's, you know, honestly, I don't have a great memory from high school. Like, I don't I think either of us do. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but like a long time. Um, <laughs> my parental relationships, I... I feel like me and Jasmine have kind of similar like parental setups, just like at different times these things happened. But I am super, super, super close with my mom. Best. Well, that's not crazy similar, but. (laughs) (laughs) Facts. Other than that, we'll get to that in a minute. Best friends with my mom. Like, but also, yeah. Could, yeah, could talk about Adrian forever really great parent pretty sure that I like never want to be a parent because I will never be as good of a parent as Adrian is um and then my dad and my mom got divorced when I was like five I like have a little bit of a relationship with him now like I see him and that's okay and Um, we are on like relatively stable, good terms, I would say. And then I have my stepdad who my mom got married to my stepdad when I was like 11 or 12, who is also like incredible. Like my favorite thing about Todd was when he asked before he asked my mom to marry him he asked me if he could marry my mom he like got me a ring and was like this is a this is like a big partnership like really really great guy so best stepdad ever very lucky honestly pretty lucky in the parental department and then there's me <laughs> um yeah i don't think i've even talked about i don't think i've t- the thing is, like, all my episodes I do, like, I record them and then I, like, edit them very minimally because I don't like to listen to myself talk. Yeah. And then I just post it and I never listen to the whole thing. So, like, I don't even really know what I'd be telling people on here. Because <laughs> it's just, like, whatever happens, like, when I'm ranting to myself and, like, when I'm ranting to myself, I can talk about a lot. Um, But, okay, I have my mom who I do not get along with in like we're like we've gotten better as i got older when i was younger we were super 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 close and then she married my stepdad and we got unclose and we've been unclose for like since then but in the past like year or two we've like been like okay only because i haven't lived where she's lived like in the same state so you know distance makes the heart grow fonder or whatever that saying is and i think that's not being close and like barely seeing each other is like helpful um but she's yeah anyways and then there's my dad i did not grow up with my dad um my mom had full custody of me and my dad lived like all over the places in the military so never saw him and like my mom didn't like my dad so i took my mom's word for like what my dad was and despite him like trying to reach out i just kind of like ignored it because i took my mom's opinion and never formed my own which i ended up resenting her for and still do to this day um that's in my therapy episode if you want to listen to it um but like me and him are good now like i met my dad like 
I hadn't I saw him like twice like in my childhood and I hadn't seen him since I was like nine um but I saw him a couple two years ago um we like met up and like me and him are like buds like we're friends like he will never be like a father figure to me just because like he was never there but we're like on good terms like I talk to him and like we hang out but he's like a, a buddy he's not a father um and like I would have seen him like last year but there was like COVID but me and him are good and then my mom married my stepdad when I was like I don't know, 11 or 12. And I did not get asked my opinion. And my opinion would have been a hard no. Um, and like me and him are cool. Like we're, we're fine. But um, like he just, he didn't have any kids himself and he had never really been around children. So he didn't really know how to have a conversation with a child. And he's just not social and not very fun. And every guy that my mom dated prior to him was like so good with kids and was so fun. And I like loved all of them. And then, like, I just didn't vibe with my stepdad. But he also just, like, didn't know how to be around a kid. Um, And he, like, tried. Like, we'll bond over certain things. Like, we used to bond over, like, helicopters for a while. Or we'd bond over, like, archery for a while. (laughs) Like, that was, like, it. Like, there had to be a topic. And if there was nothing specific to bond over, we were not having a conversation. And to this day, we, like, we tolerate each other. But, like, we have nothing in common or nothing to talk about. So it's, it's, it's a little weird. But it's cool you know parents it's fun uh trauma Uh, i'm also afraid to have kids like i want kids so bad but i'm also like so afraid to fuck them up yeah i i don't have any like i don't want children like I have You've always said that. I know. I have never ever wanted kids. This is like a very weird thing. I don't know exactly why I don't want kids, but like I like I would like to think I'm pretty self-aware and Yes, I agree. And honestly, I'm like a little bit selfish in terms of like prioritizing me over everything else and I just think I'm like maybe I'm just not at the point in my life where I can even consider putting something before me because like in in my mind like once you have a kid you no longer have yeah the ability to like put yourself first like everything is for your kid. Robs around the kid yeah literally everything so I'm just like if I maybe when I'm like hit 35 like when I'm a real adult and I'm like in a different space, but yeah, I cannot see myself being ready to be not selfish right now. That makes sense because you've always said like you don't want kids, but it's so weird because I've always like just like seeing, I just like see you with kids. Maybe I'll have kids. Maybe, maybe you're like having a premonition and like I will have kids someday, but. I don't know. I think that that will happen. <laughs> like, I think it will be like, when, I, I really do though. I think it'll be like, like you said, like when like you're 35, yeah. but yeah, but I just like, I think I might like be I the kind know. of person who needs to like freeze my eggs. Like, you know, i definitely feel like mm. if I'm going to be a mom, I'll be like an older mom. It's like a later life mom. Yeah. yeah. No, I see yeah. that. Cause like my mom, my mom didn't have Sydney, my little sister, till she was like 39. And yeah. Sydney has like 
the best life. Like I had a wonderful life too, mm-hmm. of course. Like Adrian did everything to provide for me, especially when like she was a single mom. But Sydney, like my mom's retired and she gets to like hang out yeah. all the time. Like they get to do so much together. Like it's just a really nice seems like a really nice parent-child relationship to have. Yeah. No, I I and like they all seem so happy. Yeah. Like I feel like she's not gonna be like fucked up in the head. I feel <laughs> like, like cause she like has like good. She's like it's like a good st- like everything's just like is. It's like how like it the ideal setup would be. Yeah, so stable. I like cannot imagine Sydney having it like the trauma that I have. Like yeah, and I'm so glad. Like I love that. She's, yeah, we're gonna have to like go through that trauma. Like her life is just so beautiful. I love that her life is so beautiful. And I feel like a big part of that is because, like, my mom's older and gets to spend time with her. Like, Todd works from home. Like, they're just such a family unit and, like, love being with each other. Well, that's like you said. Like, you don't want to have kids because, like, you can't be selfish. And I feel like a lot of parents have kids when they still want to be selfish and then end up fucking up their kids and giving them trauma because they weren't ready to have children. Yeah. I don't want to fuck up my kids. If I have, me neither. Like I am not. I am not giving them my trauma. Like <sighs> I feel like it goes in like cycles. Like there will be like a parent who has like a really things are so good. So then like they don't think twice about it, and then they have a kid and they like fuck them up, and then like someone gets fucked up. So then they decide to be really really good parents. Yeah. <laughs> and then like it's like the same thing. Yeah, it's totally cycles. I feel like trauma also is like intergenerational. I mean, it's hard to break those cycles. Like, I think that a lot of people, like, of course, get caught in trauma cycles. I think that's like pretty normal. So it's hard to like blame now that I'm older looking back. It's hard to like blame my dad for the way that he was knowing that he was Mm -hmm. like a part of a trauma cycle like at some point I'm like I have to forgive the things that he did because it was a product of him having a fucked up childhood like there's a certain level of like responsibility you have to take of course but then I feel like there's also a certain level of like forgiveness that you have to give yeah I feel like also like when you're able to like give have empathy for like the person that like contributed to your trauma it makes it easier to deal with your trauma and like move forward when you can like recognize the forgiveness and also like there are good things that come from it like you can find something good in it like my dad for example him not being there even despite him like trying to reach out me not letting him be there and him not being there made me like feel like I constantly had to prove something to people like that I was like good enough and like worthy of love whatever it was and it made me like super motivated and independent and like I would not accomplish, I wouldn't have accomplished and wouldn't continue to accomplish so many different things like in work, life, whatever it is, if it wasn't for him not being there. Yeah. So like I have gratitude for him not being there despite like the trauma it put me through. Yeah. Because I mean like you are where you're supposed to be and like you wouldn't be here if like you didn't go through the trauma, if you didn't like have the struggles. So I think that it's all like. I don't know. I'm grateful for every like bad thing that I ever went through because I'm here now. Yeah. I feel like it's all about perspective and I just feel like it's important to like make sure like you're validating like the experience and like the feeling 
but like finding a way to like make that feeling work for you at the same time mm-hmm. like for me at least because if I, I don't find like a good way to put it after dealing with it then it just like constantly haunts me yeah yeah and like to be honest I was just talking about this at the beginning but I know that I also I'm a little bit bad about like blocking things like yeah like mm-hmm. <laughs> There are so many parts of my life that I just don't remember. Like, yeah. And like, that is not a good way to handle trauma. Like, not, mm-hmm. not advocating for that, but like, in reality, I think that's like, you know, helpful. Even though, like, unintentionally, like, it, yeah. it, cause like, you don't, it's like, like I try, cause like, yeah. same thing for me. I don't try to forget about things, but yeah. like, if you ask me to like recall most things from high school, I can't. And that's why, like, when I was recording that last episode, like, I was just, like, as I was talking, like, I started to remember things that I had not thought about in the slightest or, like, I didn't even remember, like, happening. Yeah. And I, like, I, like, sent Megan a picture of, like, me crying. I was, like, (laughs) just recording an episode talking about high school. Ha, ha, ha. Like, me literally, like, tears in my eyes. Um, But, like, it's so crazy, like, how when you don't talk, like, when it's just not constantly talked about you don't mm-hmm. remember like every time I go to therapy like I'll just be like, getting into a story and I'm like oh damn like that happened the fuck like I did not know that yeah I know it's really hard and honestly like I I haven't been to therapy in since I was like in high school like I think I probably stopped like my senior year of high school and I've like gone that's back, when I stopped gone back like intermittently but I have not gone back and been like committed to it so even when I was listening to your podcast the other day I was like oh my like I am reliving <laughs> I'm like thinking of Jasmine in the bathtub like oh my life God. was so different back then life was so different back then <laughs> but it is it's like wild you can just like put things in the back of your mind and they like get they get erased yeah like there's so much like that's what i hate people like ask for like an example like a story from my childhood like for like an icebreaker like it happens all the time i feel like whenever i'm like at an icebreaker people like ask for like an, a story from like childhood or something I'm, like i could not tell you shit from before i was like 17 yeah i know i have and like that's pushing it totally the same experience but like i have no recollection yeah I just like pack my head with other things maybe. <laughs> I'm like oh, I have sure. I have like way too many like song lyrics in my head. I just like forget my memories and I fill it with shit that like why do is I not need, important. Why do I need that? <laughs> like I don't need that. Yeah, I don't even mm, yeah. And it, I'm I'll probably continue doing that for a very long time. Yeah, I, I think no that's something that like naturally happens. I can't imagine. Yeah, I can't yeah. imagine not doing it because it's not something I consciously do. That's like I, I never intentionally. Like, I'm going to forget about this. Yeah, it's just like it's just like be gone. And I feel like the like older I get, the easier it gets to do. I mean, the easier it is to do it because mm-hmm. like I'm my brain is just like trained that that's like that's how we cope with things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's not the healthiest thing to do. And like <laughs> even like me being in therapy now, <laughs> like I like I. I still try to, like, find other ways to, like, cope and, like, deal with stuff. Like, I'm automatically going to revert to, like, that way because, like, that's what I've been doing longer than anything else. Yeah. Honestly, like, yeah. My 
my coping mechanism mainly now, especially for like anxiety, is just like hiking every single day. But earlier this week, I danced. This is going to make me sound like so old. I'm so excited. I I danced. My friend Taya had a birthday party. Uh, I danced for like four or five hours one night in high heels, which like I have not worn high heels since the beginning of the pandemic. I have not been doing anything in this pandemic. Like I'm a shut in. So I literally I danced in heels for like four or five hours. And to literally yesterday was the first day that I was able to walk. Oh my God. (laughs) I could not, I could not walk for like three full fucking days because I had danced in heels all night. Like my legs would not do it. So I have been an emotional basket case because I haven't had access to my coping mechanisms. But today I'm a little bit better because I walked. Oh my goodness. That's insane. I know. But I don't why don't you just take your shoes off? I don't know. I like want You were just living in the moment. Like I wanted my legs to look nice, you know, and the heels. Wasn't it really dark at Tayo's? Yeah. <laughs> I don't- it's fair though. Like you're short. Like yeah. you're it's it, it yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but I yeah. That's funny. Like that because my coping mechanism lately has been I've I've just been dancing it out. Yeah. Like I literally turn off all my lights in my apartment and like close all my blinds and I'll just put in my I'll put in my AirPods because like the like the I have the the pro ones that like noise canceling. It's like I literally cannot hear shit and I turn that music up so loud and I just dance around my apartment. Like with my That's eyes closed awesome. so I can't see myself dancing. I wanna show that. <laughs> it's actually really helpful for me. Like whenever like today, like at work I had like a just a very shitty meeting. Um it did not go well. And I was like, I'm going to have a terrible rest of my day because it's going to like carry over into what I do. So I just, I just danced it out. I love that, Jack. um, And like, that's like a Grey's Anatomy reference. People listening to that will listen to this will probably get that. You won't. But like, they like, okay, there's like these two people. It's so crazy. (laughs) It's so crazy that we can be best friends and you like have not seen like my literal like. (laughs) blood sweat and tears life show yeah i know i like should watch it but no you shouldn't because like it's such a big commitment it's like 17 seasons and you just couldn't you couldn't do it and like honestly that show is so emotional i don't know if like it would be good for you i know i i honestly like cannot watch overly emotional shows like my shows i used to do that in high school i used to like cry a lot to movies and you used to watch this one movie all the time i just thought of it i just like had a flashback this is when i, I had a flashback of like you sitting on the couch like and watching what is this movie it's like blue something oh blue valentine i feel like you used to watch that a lot i did I did used to like I literally just had a flashback. It's literally such a sad movie. And now I'm like, why? Why would I like put yourself through that? (laughs) I don't think I have ever seen it. Oh, it is so sad. Oh, it is so sad, Jasmine. It's got Ryan Gosling in it, who you know I love Ryan Gosling. Yeah. But maybe I'll watch it. Yeah, you should I mean you'll probably appreciate it. I know like you like sad stuff. I can't do I that anymore. Because I if I start crying, I'm just gonna be 
emotional for like so long. I need to, you know, I just like try and focus on school and then I'll watch like Shit's Creek at the end of the day. Or actually, you know what I've been kind of liking? I kind of like Fitz and Frankie. Have you ever seen that? I have seen that. I haven't watched the entire thing, but I used to watch it like when it first came out. Yeah. And I was so into it. I thought it was so cute. It's and really I was like, cute. they're just like weird chuckles. Yeah. Yeah. I like Grace and Frankie. That's kind of like my current comfort show. Yeah. Good comfort show. Um, I, I need to get away from comfort shows that are crying all the time. Because <laughs> um, I like told like the person like, I like to watch shows that are super emotional because then I feel like I'm not crying about my own situations. I'm crying about what's happening on TV. Yeah. It's like, I'll just like hold it all in until like a really sad episode comes on. And then I'll like cry. I'm like, oh, I'm just, it's just a really sad episode. I'm fine. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. I mean, there's obviously a reason that I used to do it. Maybe that's why I did it. But it just does not hit like that for me anymore. Now I'm just like sad if I am watching a sad show and then it carries over. So I can't. Yeah. It it really be like that. And I read sad shit all day. So it's like, yeah, or frustrating shit all day. So, yeah, which is like a lot. It's a lot. I made a Shirley Temple. Oh, yum. Wow. Yeah, I've been really into them lately. I have been, I've had the worst headaches this week because I haven't been drinking any water. I've just been drinking like like three of these. Straight sugar, because like the grenadine or whatever, yeah. and the cherries and this Seven Up, like it's not and the right like move. maraschino cherries. I imagine. Oh, and I'm allergic to them too, and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like I've had hives for like a couple days. Oh my god! <laughs> because I like literally like, I'm allergic, but I was craving them. Like I just like needed it, and I just like put my craving first, my health last. Good. But like I have like quarters of hives. They're not that bad. They're not that bad. I've been doing my like green smoothies a lot. It's like my sweet. No, I was gonna ask you what you were drinking. Sweet, yummy drink. Yeah. I I mean it? they're not like healthy green smoothies really. They're like I they have a banana and an apple, spinach, like they have calories. I feel like if you're tossing spinach in a smoothie, it's fucking healthy. Yeah. If it's green, it's healthy. I guess that's true. <laughs> um. Anyways, Anyways, are we supposed to be talking about parents? Yeah, but like also like all my episodes I'd be I'd be doing are like really depressing. So I guess we can have a light conversation for a little bit. I feel like that's fair. That is- like I I wish people like I always say like I'll talk about more fun topics, but then like I ask for a topic and it's just all heavy shit. People love the like, heavy shit. Yeah, I guess. But like, if you're listening to this at work, like, am I making you cry? Like, well, actually, I know I know I was because I got multiple messages after a couple episodes that were like, I was listening to this at work and like I just started bawling when you were crying. I'm like, I'm so sorry well, that you did that at your place. I cried business. at your depression episode, but I mean, that's a obvious cry. Like we went through it. Yeah, but we had big facts. I'm like trying to keep this light. We had good. Good times. You know what I just thought about? I just thought about I was having a really, really, really bad day once, which was not unusual in high school. And I drove to Megan's house and Megan lives on the top of a hill. 
and like <laughs> this is back in like 2014 um <laughs> i know you know what i'm gonna say this is like 2014 and it was like right when sam smith just dropped his album <laughs> and i was really into it because it was all just really sad um i don't even remember what i was sad over um probably some dumb boy um to be honest but i like was listening to it full volume driving up this hill and megan could literally so, hear me from so down the loud hill. like i i knew like, jasmine was at my house like five minutes before she was at my house like i listened to a whole sam smith song like from inside my bedroom like it was so good <laughs> I listened to that album the other day. I was having a bad day. And I actually turned it on, and I thought of that moment. Um, yeah, that. But no, that was not, that was not one of the good times I was trying <laughs> was, to say. But, but that was actually a bad times, time. But it was a really funny time. Like looking back on it, it's it was a very funny. funny time. One time, Megan got pulled over. One time, um, literally like seven times. Got, <laughs> literally, she got like was like the worst. She got tweeted about constantly because she was like. There was a hashtag that was hashtag parked like Megan Warren because she parked so terribly. Yeah, I drove a truck. But- and also, we have to remember, we lived in Alaska. It is not easy to drive Facts. in the winter. I've got Oh, I got an accident, too. Yeah. Like, down that hill. We lived, like, our school was on a hill. And during the winter, every single, like, day, there would be an accident on the hill. And I part- was yeah. in one of them. <laughs> then it was my... I, I went was into in a snowbank. Five of them. But... what i was gonna say though was you got pulled over for speeding um because you were crying and you didn't you got let go because you said you were trying to be safe and hurry up and get home because you were driving and couldn't see very well so you think i cry a lot on tiktok you should see me (laughs) yeah real emotional days in high school I'm like trying to think of something fun that we, like happened. So people know I'm fun. I was Jasmine fun back had in the a day. like hookah phase when we were in high school. We did have a hookah phase. Which is like a really like not a proud phase of life. And it yeah, was short lived, no. thankfully. And I'm allergic. Oh, yeah. I'm allergic, allergic to tobacco. tobacco. Allegedly allergic to tobacco. I, I actually I cigars about, I on the beach in Mexico. As, uh, yeah. Oh, I, that was fun. I was fun. Yeah. Then. We went to Cabo. That was really fun. I For threw up every break, day yeah. though, so that was rough for my body. Yeah. But we had a hookah um, phase. That was just. And um, yeah, we we, we would bad. like. Alaska was into like bonfires, you know, like high schoolers would have so bonfires, bonfires all the time. And me and Jasmine would like bring our tiny hookah and set it up like at bonfires. And we thought we were so yeah, cool. Like, who is, who are people thought we were cool though? <laughs> like, it wasn't like in just in our heads. I don't know. Like, people want, people <laughs> wanted to hang. Um, and then he would oh, go to Village Inn. And then we would go to Village Inn, like, every single day. It was day. such a thing. Jasmine went through, like, a little bit of an alcoholic 
she would like bring shooters Fact. in her purse in the morning to village in and like chase it with orange juice when we yeah megan drove the entire summer i don't think i drove yeah. my car like, at all i'm not i've never been into alcohol so that's i'm lucky in that way yeah i was really i had a, i was really into fireball Ugh. at that time yeah which I cannot come. Ne- I haven't. T- I haven't touched Fireball in years. Like I can't come I don't anywhere know if near I've that. Ever drank Fireball. I'm scarred for life. Yeah. Um, that was a phase. I also had a um, 99 apples phase. Oh, that was a fun. That was a fun. Do you remember when we went to that Santa thing? That like yeah. Santa thing we went to. I had 99 apples yeah. that night. I gave my friend a black eye. Which friend did you give a black eye? <laughs> really? <laughs> so what happened was... I don't remember was, that. I don't remember you giving a black um, eye. Yeah, I got grounded for I giving you got grounded a black eye. You were throwing up in your driveway in front of your house. <laughs> okay, <laughs> for context. So we went to this Christmas party and I got hammered. I was drinking 99 apples. It's 99 proof green apple vodka. It's disgusting. Um, but it was my drink of choice at the time. I think it was. I think this was like yeah. junior year of high school. Um, and he went to this Christmas party, and I was vomiting outside, but like in the back seat of a car. And people were coming outside, and my friend Tia was already outside with me. And she tried to block people from seeing me vomit, literally like projectile vomiting um, up this alcohol and like spaghetti. I probably ate that day because that's all I ate back then, and. She tried to like block me, and I tr- I pushed the door back open, and I tr- I like tried to get her out of the way because I needed to vomit, and I punched <laughs> her in the face, and I gave her a black eye, and then we go- like someone drove my car home, and like me and my friends to my house because like we were staying at my house, and I woke my mother up because she heard me dry heaving in the driveway because I was still sick, um, and then my mom came outside. <laughs> She was not amused. And then she saw Tia's eye um, that was um, bruising. <laughs> and my mom, like, was like, she was like pissed at me for like being so drunk, but she wasn't even the most mad about that. She was mad I gave my friend a black eye and I was grounded for doing so. And it's almost and, Tia's birthday. Yeah. I know. Tomorrow. Birth- tomorrow. Yeah. It's her birthday tomorrow. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Tia. Tia. <laughs> um,. So I gave you a black eye this year. Is she yeah, even in she Alaska is. right now? We're going to dinner tomorrow. Wish you were here. Mm. I know yeah. you don't wish you were here. Better in a minute. I actually like that sounds yeah. kind of fun. Like being in Alaska. But and honestly, I want to go this summer, but I don't want I work East Coast time. So it's really shitty, like to work yeah. that time difference yeah. in Alaska. Like I'm just I don't sleep yeah. if that's the case. But that's irrelevant. Um I guess I could get into some of these questions. But the point of this was is that I'm fun. I I was fun at one point. I'm not just sad and, and crying all the time. I I I used to live life. Really? Um really, really, I'm retired. Really live life. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I still I still live life sometimes. Um, those TikToks just don't stay up for very long. They normally get taken. I normally take them down when I wake up. <laughs> okay, the topic of today. 
the topic of today was um, dealing with parents, whether, you know, relationships, whatever. I'm not even going to try to describe it because you guys didn't give me very much detail to go into. Um, But I did get a few questions. So we are going to talk about those questions. Um, So we're going to go with the first one, which is how to deal with parents who are dismissive of your feelings. So Megan, what's your take on that? Um, I am not a good person to ask about parents being dismissive of your feelings because I have a parent who is like ultra receptive about my feelings. But when I was younger, I guess like, and still had to see my dad a little bit more. He was like a little more dismissive. Sometimes he's just like gaslighty, you know? Like, I think about two years ago, we went to a lunch and my dad and mom, like, set up custody on their own because they didn't want me to, like, go through court. Mm -hmm. Like, they didn't want me to have to deal with that, which is, like, very big of both of them. But they came to, like, their own agreement. Um, And I just, like, talked to my dad about the parameters of that agreement. And he essentially was, like, all of your memories about our relationship, like, your mom's and my relationship, are not correct. He's, like... What? From my... (laughs) He's, like, from my memory, like... Your mom and I had a really good relationship. Like, you didn't grow up in, like, a bad environment. Like, it was good. And I was like, it was not good. But there's – to some extent, I feel like I'm, like, old enough and have been separated from my dad so much that it's almost like I don't care that he's dismissive of my feelings like and that comes with age like and I think that yeah I think that comes with age like I think that there's some relationships that you're like I'm just not going to have the same relationship with my dad that I have with my mom or like I'm not gonna have the same relationship with like one person that I'm gonna have with another Mm -hmm. and for me I'm like at the point where I'm just like I'm not going to have the same relationship with everyone. And like, I can be, I can be like good. I can be on good terms and not have hard feelings, but also know that like, that's not going to be ever the person that I'm going to like confide in. Like, that's just the reality for me. I feel like it's like you pick and choose your battles and like you, you, you want it, you want it. So I feel like you want it so much more when you're younger and like yeah. as you're like developing. Cause like, especially if you see other people that like have it so good with like both their parents, like, or like with one specific parent that you're not close with, it's like, why can't I have that? And you like desire it more. I think yeah. as you get older, like you realize like what you could get out of it, if it was good or like what it really take it for what it is. And like, it's like, what's worth being upset about and like, what other areas can I be fulfilled in the same way? Yeah. I think that's, yeah, I think that's so important. Like just also I'm like a big advocate of like not expending your energy if you don't have to, like 
really like I love to like protect my energy and like if I can't exert that energy towards a fight like I'm just not going to do it yeah Jasmine you are gonna have such a better answer on this I'm gonna answer it in a second I'm <laughs> gathering my thoughts I'm gathering my thoughts um I think it's like literally what I just said like I I desire I wanted my mom to validate my feelings so badly when I was younger and like the older I older I've gotten I realize like it's not a me thing and I think I used to put so much pressure on myself like thinking it was a me thing like where she just genuinely didn't want to understand me or I don't even know how like really describe that but like that's I guess that's what I'm trying to say is like I thought it was like my fault that she didn't that she couldn't connect or like whatever it was but as I've gotten older like I've just realized it's, it's not about me. It's like it's a her thing. Um, and like I think learning to accept that she has her own issues and her own stuff. And like it doesn't change the fact that like I know my mom loves me. And like her not being able to validate my feelings it doesn't change the fact that she like loves and cares about me. We just like we're not we're not similar. And it's like really hard for me and my mom because my mom and my grandma are extremely close. And they are the same exact person. And I was at lunch with my mom um, last year and we're literally at breakfast and we're arguing about something. I don't remember what we were arguing about, but she starts crying at breakfast. And I'm like, why are you crying? Like, literally, why are you crying? And I was like, so frustrated. I'm like, I don't remember what we're talking about, but I was so angry. I'm like, stop, like, stop. Like, what is there to cry about? And she's like, I just, I just, I need to accept that you and I are just never going to be as close as like me and Nana are. And I was like, you're just not realizing that. Like, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm like, I'm 20. This is when I was 23. I'm like, I am 23 years old. You are just not realizing that you're not going to have the same relationship with me that you have with your mother. You and your mother and my, my grandmother are the same person. We are nothing alike. We have nothing in common, like at all. Um, but I, but like, I love my mom, but I am, not an affectionate person. My mom always wants to hug me. I hate being touched by basically everybody. Um, and she w is always so hurt that I don't want to hug or I don't like show affection. Um, and she always like cries about it to me. And I'm like, it makes me uncomfortable. I just, I physically cannot do it. I don't like it. Um, and she like gets so angry and Cause like her and her mom, like are so close and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it's just, it's just not going to be a thing. But like, I'm like, I love you. I just, that's just not who I am. And she's had such a hard time understanding that I'm not, I'm not who she expected me or like wanted me to be, but it's not a me thing. It's just like, she had different expectations and like, she needs to learn to replace her expectations with appreciation. Like I'm alive and I'm healthy. So like be happy with that, I guess. Um, and like, I just, like, me and my mom are, are what we are. And, like, I don't want it to be different. Like, I'm not, like, seeking validation from her anymore. I was all the time when I was younger. But, like, as I've gotten older, I've just realized, like, I like myself. Um, and, like, her opinion really doesn't matter um, to me that much. And, like, if your parents' opinion about you matters, like, that's different. But to me i'm just like i'm good on my own and like i know she loves me in her own way but she has her own things like she doesn't understand depression or anxiety in the slightest 
Um, but we were golfing. I was in Arizona. I went to golf with her, her and my uncle. This was like literally a couple months ago. And it's just the three of us. And what are the chances there's one single person who ends up golfing with us? And I'm like, I can't. I can't do it. I, I physically cannot do it. It makes me so anxious. Yeah. I can't. And my uncle's like, stop being dramatic. And my mom's like, just get up. Like, just get up and go do it. I'm like, you don't understand. Like, I, I actually can't. And I'm like getting highs and I'm getting so stressed. Like, I'm about to cry. I'm getting so frustrated. I'm like, I literally can't do it. Like, first of all, I don't want to mm-hmm. because like, I don't like do- being around people. Like, it's too much pressure. I can't do it. Plus, like, even if my anxiety wasn't haunting me, I, I just, I, I physically cannot do it. And she like saw me like having an anxiety attack. And she finally understood that I, I haven't been dramatic all my life. Like, yes, I'm a dramatic person, but she realized, like, oh, like, this is an actual thing. Yeah. And, like, I feel like a button clicked for her. And she, like, was like, okay, fine. And, like, the other day, my grandpa was in the hospital. He had a stroke. And, yeah, I, don't, I haven't, I didn't, like, oh send it to, like, the group text and stuff. I know. I was, like, I haven't been busy, so I haven't, like, he's, like, he's fine. He's fine. Um, It's stressful. You love your grandpa so much. I know. I know. My grandpa's, like, the one person I've been pretty close with, but that's because, like, he's depressed, (laughs) so it's, like, easier. Um, But, yeah, he had a stroke. He ended up being fine. My mom, like, texted me. She started off her text with, Papa's okay, but, and and then sent me, like, an update. And I was, like, sleeping. I woke up to it. Old her would have just, like, started off with like papa had a stroke and then like i'm already panicking and i called her like when i woke up and she's like oh like were you less anxious because i started it off this way like i can tell she's trying in her own way and like she still makes like comments about like i thought you would like like i her but her intention is there she's putting an effort to like try to understand and like try to adjust whereas before like she's like just stop being dramatic which is like I hate the I, I got my senior superlative a drama queen and like I hate being told I'm dramatic because like it's my mom always said to me whenever I was like crying or going through anything like I'd be going through something really hard to be like just stop being dramatic so I hate that phrase it drives me insane um so dismissive that is like the definition of dismissive I like have never had that yeah it's just not it and it's just like just because you can't understand it doesn't mean it's invalid um, and that's like my what my biggest like takeaway with therapy was like because I got really I got really got back into therapy like last year, and like I started to deal with like my childhood trauma and like I realized like how invalidating my mom was and to this day I invalidate my own feelings as soon as I start feeling anything, I'm like stop that stupid, or like whatever it is and it all stems from like my mom invalidating whatever's happening, um, so I feel like you just have to like treat yourself how you weren't treated as a kid. And, like, give yourself what your younger self needed. And that's been my biggest my biggest takeaway. Because, like, only you know how you feel and exactly how you feel is valid. And I think just constantly reminding yourself that makes it easier. Yeah. Snaps. I agree. I, <laughs> I feel like we're at a poem reading. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's, like, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot to unpack. But I do think that it's just like super crucial to understand that other people are not going to understand. And that takes a really, really, really long time to like be able to learn that 
no matter what other people's perspective is about what you're going through or what you're feeling, like everything that you feel is valid. Yeah. And I feel like that's like why it's also like important to like find people who understand like what's happening to you or at least people who won't invalidate what you're feeling. Cause like mm-hmm. having someone tell you like, that's valid or like you're right or like that does suck yeah. and just leaving it at that. Cause my mom would always be like, why are you sad? Like, you you have a good life. You have this. You have that. That is so besides the point. Yeah. <laughs> like, that does not matter. Um, So, like, having just, like, anyone who can be, like, that sucks. And just leaving it at that, I feel like, makes a big difference. And, like, continuing to, like, learn to validate your own feelings. Yeah. So. I feel like sometimes also, I mean – I'm talking from a relationship with my boyfriend perspective. So obviously it's very different than a parent, but when we first started dating, he like had no idea how to deal with my emotions. Yeah. And he's like a very, very easygoing person. Like the world is really great for Gunnar and he just like kind of goes through it, goes with the flow. And that is not, how my life like it's it, it could be that way for me obviously if I was like a different type of person but it's just not it's not you it's not me um everything feels hard like every day there's something that feels like an impossible battle and he used to be really unable to like process how I was feeling or like react to how I was feeling And, like, as time went on, I was eventually, like, I'm going to tell you what the fuck I need you to do. Like, Mm -hmm. when I am stressed out, I need you to just tell me that sucks. Like, and that's a real easy response. But, like, I don't need you to ask me, like, what you can do. Because you can't do anything for me at that moment. Like, I just need you to, like, sit by me and hold me and say – Sorry, that sucks. Like, and sometimes you really do just have to, like, be very blunt and communicate in that way. Like, tell someone, this is what I need from you. And if they, like, can't get that, I'm like, I'm like, take it or leave it. Like, this is what I need. (laughs) Like, you can give it to me or you can get out. Obviously, different with a parental relationship. So, yeah. But, well, I think that that's like important though is commun- like you you know your parents well enough to know if they're going to respond to you communicating and like how you communicate to them. Like because my mom, she would ask me like what I needed, but I also I I didn't even know. Yeah. And then by the time I figured out what I what I did need, she didn't ask me anymore. Because I had always just said I don't know because I genuinely didn't know. And then by the time I figured it out, she was like you're just impossible. Yeah. Which, like, wasn't awesome. But, like, if I had had a conversation, like, I had a conversation when I went to Arizona. I was like, I I need you to just, like, let me sit in the cart all day and not talk to me. Because, like, I'm irritated and I'm just, like, not good. And I'm like, I will have another anxiety attack if you push me. Um, And that's just also because, like, I don't rely on her anymore. It's much easier for me to have a conversation with my parents now because, like, I'm financially independent. I don't live with them. And, like, I get to choose if I want to see them. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like when you're younger and like you're under your parents' household, like you have to be a little more careful. It's not the same situation. So yeah, proceed with caution. <laughs> but 
also like people don't know what they don't know. And I like my mom, like she could have gone on her own and like tried to do some research. Um, but like, could I have tossed her a resource maybe and see how she responded? Yeah. Um, like there's this, there's this, um, have you ever seen the Amazon? It was like an Amazon show. It's called old, um, fuck. I have to look it up real quick because if you haven't seen it, you should really watch it. Um, it's, there's like, fuck, what is it called? I was like, I had to like look up some random story to figure out what it's called. Um, it's called modern love. Modern love. Yes. And it's like, I think there's like six episodes and there's this episode about Anne Hathaway, Anne Hathaway plays in it. And it's like, she's bipolar. And I like told my mom to like watch that episode one time. And she like had a different understanding of like how like life worked. Um, that's besides the point though. Um, find ways to communicate with your parents. Parents suck though. Not all parents suck, but if your parents suck, I'm sorry. I guess. <laughs> Not all parents suck, but. Not all parents suck. But it does suck when they do suck. I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> uh, but, um, um, yeah, I guess I answered that fucking question. <laughs> um, <laughs> that one. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I'm going to ask you this one though. Um, how, how do daddy issues affect your love life? Cause you're in a relationship and you obviously have daddy issues. Obviously I have daddy issues. Um, I actually am really – I feel like I'm really lucky because I, like, have – I had daddy issues, but then I, like, got this really fucking great dad. So, like, Facts. for a long – like, for a long time, I just definitely had, like, daddy issues in the way that I just, like – just didn't have like a super close relationship with my dad like my dad is not like a horrible person like he's a he's a good guy and he like we're politically aligned like it's easy (laughs) it's like easy for us to talk to each other like he's really like honestly phenomenal like what he's done he's like he got out of a really bad situation as a kid like I am very impressed with my dad um in a lot of ways but when I was younger like because my dad and my mom had a really horrible relationship and horrible divorce like obviously that kind of affected me and I was like I kind of took my mom's side because he like did some real bad shit to my mom like so that like impacts your perception of someone a lot especially when you're younger like going through all of that so I feel like I just had like a, a different perception of him and then like definitely in high school and right out of high school I feel like I still had some of those like just the just the like inability to feel like I had a really like stable person to look to like a stable relationship to look to yeah but after like high school I just started like paying more attention to my mom and my stepdad's relationship and I feel like that helped me a lot like honestly right after high school I dated a guy 
and I had a relationship <laughs> that was <laughs> for a second I was like who the fuck did you date and then it just clicked I'm sorry I, I, was, oh. I dated a guy and I straight up like embodied my mom and my dad's relationship like I had a really crazy like I thought I loved this person but I had such a crazy relationship that I thought like represented what love was like you had to be insane you had to do like the taylor swift song shit like you had to be like (laughs) fighting and crying in the rain and like it had to be this like drama movie like all the time because there was so much passion and so much love because that's like what i had seen when i was really little and then like shit hit the fan broke up (laughs) that's the story (laughs) we don't go through the story um, oh, sorry. <laughs> it was a real bad ending. This, so yeah, we broke up. And after I like took a little time and I was like, I need to learn what I do not want. Like I need to look at that relationship and see it for what it was and figure out like what, what my boundaries are and what I cannot handle. And like, I set my boundaries. I was like, I will not do screaming. Like, I will not do mm-hmm. the crying every day. I will not do the, like, really ridiculous and unstable relationship that, like, looks like what I thought love was. And I was, like, had a good example to look to with my mom and my stepdad. And, like, I ended up in a relationship where... I'm super comfortable and stable and able to rely on someone like as a partner and as a best friend. And, but that's only cause I like actively like told myself, this is what I'm not going to do. Like this, I am not going to deal with that. And like, if there are any signs of that, like I need to be out. Like I don't need to hold on to something that's going to be really fucking bad for me. You think you realized like how bad it was when you were in it though? No. I did not realize at all how bad it was when I was in it. When I was in it, I was like, this is love. Like, this is what people do. Like, yeah, people, he's going to punch holes in walls in front of me because he's so angry at me. Like, that's, and that's normal. That's normal. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's going to, like, key my best friend's car and slash all of her. It's <laughs> like... No, literally, guys, he literally did that to my, to my, I went home to visit for a winter break and he literally keyed my car and slashed my tires because he thought it was a guy at her house and they were broken up. They were broken up. But I mean, like at the time I was like, I'm just so in love with this person. And this is like part of being in like a super passionate, intense relationship. And when you're like 17, it's like hard to recognize how unhealthy that is like I think especially when you're like surrounded by a lot of like I mean in movies even like you see that representation of love all the time and I was like like it's supposed to have really high highs and really 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 low lows so you can feel the high highs yeah and that's like like, and I mean that is obviously super fucking unhealthy. And like afterwards, I think I realized how unhealthy it was in part because the breakup was so horrible. Like I'm really, really grateful that it was an insane breakup 
because I don't think I would have realized how unhealthy it was if it had not ended so badly. Like, I I don't think I would have realized how much I needed to, like, get away from that kind of, like, behavior. And from that kind of behavior in myself. Like, I was... Yeah, you're a very different person. Yeah, I was also crazy. And I, like, thought that's what I should be. And it has like I've changed a ton and grown a lot in like my new relationship I'm really really happy to be with someone who is like yeah not punching holes in I'm not gonna get like really soft on this podcast but I am with someone who is very stable very secure like I can do anything that I want and feel comfortable doing it and not be questioned doing it and it's like a really good feeling And it's, I think, all just because I was like, nope, I cannot continue that. I cannot, like, go back and do the same thing again. Yeah, because, like, it it affects so much. Like, it's not just, like, the one thing. Like, just the relationship itself, but it affects, like, who you are as a person and what you're doing. Like, your relationship with your friends, your eating habits, your health habits, your sleeping habits, like, your overall outlook on everything. Yeah, I, I like, had to drop out of school because I was so unhealthy. Like, I left University of Arizona. I was, like, 88 pounds. I was, like, really unhealthy. Really, really unhealthy. You know, mentally, physically, like, emotionally. I... And I think, like, not just because of that relationship, but in large part because of that relationship. And, like, yeah, just obviously it's hard to, like, tell yourself I'm not going to do that again and really stick to it. I think I got a little bit lucky because I'm just, like, ended up with someone who ended up being really great. Well, I think it's also, like, you took yourself out of that environment completely. Yeah. Like, you recognized that you, like, needed to, like, be in a different place yeah I'm also I mean like not that this is always great but the blocking thing is helpful in relationships yeah like I love I once I am done with a relationship I am done with a relationship like and that ended up being really good for me you stay blocking people No, I really just started thinking about like high school. Like people were so mean to Megan in high school because she was hot and smart and people hated it. And she I was also really annoying. I like the thing is I look back on it and I really don't think you were. I genuinely think people were just so pissed that like you could do both. And that was just not it for people. Like People were just so angry that, like, people, like, I will not people cared way that. too much about you and what you were doing. Yeah, I got some real crazy messages on Ask FM. I'm like, why did I make an Ask FM? I have no idea. Like, what did I think <laughs> was going to happen? No, people were mean on there. <laughs> like... Mm-mm. Someone one time said I was worse than Sarah Palin on Twitter. I'll never forget that. That was like the me- that was the meanest thing. And people said some mean shit. Let me tell you. <laughs> no, like really. People were ruthless though. Like 20, 2012, 2013 Twitter was out of this world. Yep. Like I, yeah. 
you don't even know cyberbullying these days. Like, that was nothing. The shit now is nothing compared to what that shit was. Oh, my goodness. But I also, I'm, like, so grateful for all the bad shit that's happened to me. That's, like, the recurring theme of this podcast. But I'm so grateful that people were so mean to me. Like, yeah. now I'm, like, professional criticism give it to throw it at me throw it at me like mark up everything that i write like i do not care like you're not bullying me life's good like i'm so (laughs) i'm so no but seriously i'm taking criticism now because i'm like well at least they're not like calling you a whore calling me a whore like (laughs) uh, people those stories, people are creative. One time someone said that I had sex with seven people in a week when I was like 14. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, <laughs> okay, like that would be real That's impressive. Amazing. If I could do what that. What you can hear about yourself. <laughs> well, well, that's really all I had. That's all um, you had? You're not going to talk at all about this question? It's oh. just me. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay. Um, I mean, like, I feel like it's pretty clear, like, my how my daddy issues affected my relationship. I don't talk to people. I literally don't date. Well, like, you I, have dated, though. I, I, no, that does not count. I mean, but even after that, you have dated. No, I haven't. I mean, not like you haven't, like, been in a long-term relationship, but you've, like, dated people. No. Jasmine, you are lying. I am not lying. I mean, like, I haven't talked to anybody. Like, uh, not like, actually, okay, I talked to, like, one guy. Yeah. And it was, like, last year. Not last year. It was, like, the year before that because of COVID. Um, I always get my time frame messed up. But, like, yeah. I mean, I, I don't talk to people. Well, people don't talk to me, first of all, but um, I talked to this guy, like, for, like, a minute. Um, for, like, a year-ish. A minute? But... A entire year? Okay, anyways, it wasn't that deep. But we, like, stopped talking. I feel like I might have talked to him. I feel like I might have talked about him on, on an episode before. It's, like, my only thing I talk about. Not the only thing I talk about, but, like, I'm talking about a situation. That's what it is normally. But um, we (laughs) stopped talking because he said that I'm, like, difficult to get close to or impossible to get close to or something along those lines, which is fair. It's very accurate. Um, I don't – I just don't let people get close to me because it's just – in my life, everybody leaves. In my head, everybody leaves, Um, which I'm trying to break the pattern um, of, like, think of that way of thinking, but, like – that's just like my thought process is like that's like how like my brain is wired like and it's like you have to like unteach yourself like many years of like thinking that way which is like not an overnight thing and like that's like why i'm in therapy because like um i genuinely won't like let i won't let people do things for me like i won't like because i don't ever want to rely on anybody else um because if you do that that like lets them be needed and that's when like it gives an opportunity for someone to like leave and disappoint me 
and I just don't want to be disappointed. It's it's not for me, and I feel like if I'm like in full control of like what's happening, then like I can't get hurt. But you also can't feel like really good things if you're like don't if you like prevent your fear of getting hurt from like letting things happen, which I like. I get that makes complete sense. Like I'm a very logical person. Logically, I understand that, but I am not willing to um, be put in a vulnerable position, like where somebody can hurt me. Um, so just very big walls, basically. I guess is my answer to your question. Um, as far as like my daddy issues affecting relationships, and not even like daddy issues, but like that's like just my relationships in general with like people that like are close to me is. I just don't want to be hurt ever. So you can't be hurt if you don't let people get close to you. But you also can't feel companionship or like um, like genuine care for people if you don't let people get close to you. But, you know, pick and choose your battles. And at this point, I'm not that scared of dying alone yet. So I really be living by the don't let people get close to me type of life. But also, like, I just haven't met anyone that, like, I'm willing to like let hurt me. Like if I met someone who I was like, I don't even know. It's just like so far off the realm of like possibility in my head, like meeting someone I actually want to hang out with. Cause I don't like people. I just don't. I think everyone sucks. Um, people just are annoying to me. I, I find most people annoying. But yeah. So it affects it, but only if you let it. That's it's also going on a t-shirt. Um, yeah, that's that's. Mm-hmm. I should probably. I mean, I I I'm not not. I should probably work on it. I I know I need to work on it, and I'm working on it. But also, like, I just hate men. And we're only twenty four. That's. Mm. It's young. We're still young, Jasmine. No, I literally told my therapist today. I was like. I am getting old. I am because like I wasted twenty three, and now I'm twenty four. You hit twenty five. At that point, you round up your thirty. You don't round up from twenty five to thirty. Twenty five to thirty are going to be feel. so different. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hope. I fucking hope so. <laughs> no, like dead ass. Like it, it better yeah. be. It'll be. Different. Um. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, you know, thanks for joining. I hope that you cut out a lot of this. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna edit it a bunch. We're gonna be on for an hour and fifteen minutes. Okay, sorry guys for the tangents and like the kind of messy episode, but we haven't talked to each other in a long time. We had a lot to catch up on. Um but I hope that this kind of answered your questions in some way, shape, or form. I don't know what next week's episode is going to be about, so I'll probably just ask you guys on TikTok Live what to talk about, or shoot me an email at contact at bringing baggage with your topic suggestions, or things you want advice on. You know, I love I love to be giving advice, but have a great week, besties. I love you. Follow me on stuff or whatever, and have a great week. Okay, bye.